part three of The Big Fat Totally Bonkers Diary of Pig by Emma Stamp, read by Miss Critchley. Hello, if you want to read along with me, it's from page 67 to page 92. Okay, right, let's go. Unbelievable, Eve. Hello, I don't think any slops would have been able to predict what happened to me. Not even proper ones what doesn't taste like a field of flowers. The van turns a sharp corner and I falls over. I can't be bothered to try and stand back up. It's going so fast I would just fall down again. As I lies there, feeling very sorry and sad, I lets out a little sigh. Soldier! Barks a gruff voice from behind me. Get a grip! Remember, you can be destroyed, but never defeated. I looks around, trying to see who it came from. I knows it is not Deathra. They can't speak pig. In the gloom, in the far corner, I can just make out a small cage. And in the cage is a little dog. I has never met a dog before. I have seen them from a distance, rounding up the sheep across the valley. But this one doesn't look like those dogs. It's smaller and it's white all over, apart from two brown patches, one on its tummy and one over its eye. I want to say my name is Pig, not Soldier, but it comes out as Omnitolja. Looks like you're in trouble, Soldier. Well, you're in luck. This old dog's been waiting for his next mission. Looks like you're it. He takes off his collar and jiggles the pin of its buckle into the lock on the door. It clicks open. Close shackle padlock. An easy pick. He says calmly like he does this kind of thing every day. As he walks over to where I is lying, I notices he only has three legs. One of his back ones is missing, but this doesn't seem to bother him. In fact, he is way more steady on to three feet than I is on my four. The swaying van doesn't affect him at all. Using his collar pin, he undoes the padlock on my muzzle. Oh, it feels so nice to be able to move my mouth again. Who are you? I asks. The name's Rusty. That's all you need to know for now. I tries to introduce myself, but he just carries on talking over the top of me. No time for pleasantries. Time's against us, soldier. We'll leave the meet and greet for later. Right now, death's imminent. Escape's priority number one. Death? I asks, managing to squeeze a word in amongst all of his. I thought I was just being taken to a place where I can't hurt anyone else. We are not off to a holiday camp, soldier. This ain't no fun, boss. You and I are booked on a one-way ride. They're going to take us out of action. Permanently. He draws a line on his ne- across his neck. Sayonara, sir, soldier. Well, I'm a carnivore, I says firmly. I hate a friend. Maybe I deserve my punishment. As the words comes out of my mouth, I realise I want to take them back. I doesn't want my punishment to be death. What is I saying? Maybe I really has got swine flu and has gone mad. We all have to lose ourselves in order to find ourselves. Barks Rusty. 
When you reach rock bottom, there's only one place to le- left to go. Back up. Today's not a day to die. Today's a day to bust this joint. You with me? I gives him a nervous little nod. I has no idea what he is saying or what busting this joint is. But it is all sounding better than what Deathra are about. I can't hear you, soldier. I said, are you with me? He barks, gruffly moving his face closer. Yes, Rusty, yes, I say much louder, nodding as hard as I can. Good, he says, giving me a wink. Then let's do this thing. Follow my lead. He takes a short run up and then starts hurling himself back and forth against the sides of the van, yelping and barking. For a small dog, he makes a lot of noise. I stands up and copies him, where I slams into the side of the van, large pig-shaped dents appear. Soon, the back of the van is all bent out of shape. I have no idea why he is doing this, apart from to make a big mess, but it soon becomes clear. The van screeches to a stop and I hear Deathra get out and walk around to the back doors. They throws them open and, I, and looks inside. Rusty cowers in the back of the van, whimpering. I can tell from the looks in their faces they think I has been beating him up. Or worse, trying to eat him. They look at the sides of the van, at the damage I has done and lets out angry hisses. Behind me, I hear Rusty quietly counting. Three, two... One. And before I knows it, he is sprinting down the van and throwing himself between Big and Little Deathra. Yippee-ki-yay! He cries as Deathra ducks out of the way to avoid him. He lands on the road and sprints off towards the woods, what, what runs along both sides of it. It's do or die, soldier! Come on! Jump! Rusty shouts back at me. Big Deathra hisses something at the little one. He pulls the electric stick out of the strap around his middle. He flicks it on. Even bigger sparks than before flies out of the end. Before I even has a chance to think what I is doing, I follows Rusty's lead. I runs as fast as I can towards the back doors. I is much bigger than him. There is no way I is going to be able to jump between Deathra. So, instead, I smashes into them, knocking them both over backwards. Strike! I hear his rusty cheer. I look down at Deathra, lying on the road, panting and groaning. I has totally winded them. This way, soldier, shouts Rusty from the woods. I run as fast as I can, following the sound of his voice. My four pig legs has to work super hard to catch him up. He's really fast. Behind us, I hear his Deathra crashing through the woods, hissing and snarling. Rusty niftily dodges through the trees. Deeper and deeper we goes. I has never been into the woods before. I has only looked at the ones behind my shed. The ones what Fox lives in. They is much darker inside than I imagined and much more tangly. Underneath the trees is lots of little brambles and bushes. Rusty easily twists and turns to avoid them. But I is too big. All I can do is crash straight through. We runs and we runs for what feels like forever. My lungs feels like they're on fire and my body stings from all the bramble cuts. We keeps on going and going and going until finally I falls over. Or should I say somersaults over. I is running so fast that I doesn't see the fallen tree trunk until it is too late. I hit it and I flips right over the top of it. I lands flat on my back on the other side. I would celebrate the fact I has just done my first ever somersault, but I is in too much pain. Good thinking, soldier pig. Regroup and reassess, 
sees Rusty rolling in underneath a fallen trunk next to me. He pricks up his ears and listens. I tries to listen too, but all I can hear is myself wheezing and groaning. Have we lost them? I manages to croak. Affirmative, says Rusty. We've lost our tails. I, I checks, but my tail is still very much attached to my bottom, and so is his. This must be more crazy soldier speak. I wish this duck was here with me. He'd love all of these odd phrases. I is so pleased that we has escaped Deathra that, for a moment, I forget all the bad stuff and lets out a little happy fart. Holy moly, soldier, says Rusty, sniffing the air. What you been eating, poopery? I... Uh, was fed some funny salops, I says, feeling myself blush all over. I really wishes my farts would just go back to normal. No kidding! That's quite some flowery fragrance you got going on there! He laughs. No, soldier, farts aside, I want a debrief. I need to know what I'm dealing with here. You say you ate a friend. Who'd you chow down on? Apart from the odd rosebush or two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I ate my friend Kiki, he, a, a turkey, I says, hanging my head in shame. Don't blame your soldier. Turkey sure is a fine-tasting bird, he says, licking his lips. But, but I doesn't want to be a carnivore. I doesn't want to eat other animals, especially not ones I really likes, I protests. Listen in, soldier pig. I've got some news for you. Pigs ain't carnivores, he says, parodying me with his paw. Really? We're not? I says, suddenly feeling some sort of hope. No, pigs are omnivores. Means you like your meat as well as your veg, you greedy bunch. My heart sinks. I so hoped he was going to say we was vegetarian, just like I thought. If I is an omnivore, then of course I could have eaten Kiki. Duck was wrong. If only I had known this before, I would never have let Kiki sleep in my shed with me. I didn't know I was so dangerous to be around. It starts to rain. I, I huddles underneath the trunk with a rusty. I doesn't worry about by mistake eating him. He's so tough. I reckons he could probably fight me off with just his tail. I says we get some zeds. He says, curling up. We ain't going nowhere in this downpour. He closes one eye and falls asleep, snoring softly. Amazingly, the other eye stays open, constantly looking around, looking for danger. I can't believe that yesterday I was happily living on the farm with all my friends and now I is here, in the dark wood, with this crazy three-legged dog. I is glad that he saved me from the horrible death row, but... What is I going to do now? I can't live in the woods forever. I has no idea how I how to live in the wild. What will I eat? As the rain gets heavier and heavier, so does my heart. Zero six hundred hours. Hello, I has decided that now I is being called a soldier that I should use soldier names for my diary days. I thinks this makes them sound much more exciting. Not that they isn't, of course. Anything you does as a soldier is exciting. Well, sort of. I is woken very early by a noisy mouse scrabbling around the nearby bush. Woods is very noisy places, especially at night. Everything goes rustle and squeaks. 
The sun is only just starting to rise, but Rusty is already up. He's hanging by his front paws from a nearby tree, pulling himself up and down. I love the smell of sweat in the morning, he says, huffing and puffing. One hundred pops every day. It's what helps a soldier keep fighting fit. You should try it, soldier pig. Soon turn that fat pack into a six pack. I looks down at my big belly and blushes. Hey, go easy there. I hear a familiar voice shout from above me. I'm the only one who's allowed to tease him about his weight. Right, pig? I looks up. Surely it can't be. It is! Duck! I cries with delight as he lands with a soft plop in front of me. I so wants to hug him, but then I remembers the omnivore thing and I backs away. A comrade of yours, soldier pig! Says Rusty, saluting Duck. Yes, says Duck, doing a little salute in return. I am Duck, pig's best friend. I tracked him here. I couldn't let him be taken away without saying a proper goodbye. He waddles over to me and gives me a little nudge with his wing. Could I, my farty old friend? Quite some tracking skills you got there, soldier duck, says Rusty, looking impressed. Yes, I was worried I wouldn't be able to track the van on the road, but once I realised you'd run off into the woods, it got a lot easier, says duck. Oh, pig here leaves quite a trail of destruction in his wake. Hmm, yes, says Rusty. First on my list of points for dress. We ain't gonna evade capture for long with Bigfoot here creating his own super highway wherever we go. Now, soldier duck, soldier pig tells me he's eaten something he shouldn't have. What do you say? Well, he thinks he did, says duck. But he's wrong. He's been set up and I'm determined to prove it. Convicted of a crime he didn't commit. We've all been there, says Rusty, who has gone back to exercising and is now doing something called crunches. You got a notion who did it? Oh, yeah, I think I do, says Duck, nodding. I've gone over all the events and I've uncovered some very interesting evidence. I has never heard Duck talk like this before. It's like he's become some sort of super duck detective. The first question I asked myself he continues, is how did Pig's mouth end up filled with Kiki's feathers? A quick scout of the surrounding area revealed a large pack, a large turnip-shaped hole in the veggie patch. I believe whoever really did do this removed said turnip and used it to get Pig to open up his mouth. Pig can't resist turnips, not even in his sleep. The true culprit then posted feathers into his mouth as he happily chomped away on it. Phantom feeding! An old trick. Ain't seen that one since my days with special forces, says Rusty between his crunches. Then I went back over Pig's claim he was visited in the middle of the night by an old enemy. I thought this was impossible, but on closer inspection of his house proved I was wrong. Sorry, Pig, says Duck, looking at me. I found a small secret hatch cut into the side of it and, most tellingly, I found footprints. Thin, long, three-toed footprints. There's only one creature I know who has feet like that. Evil chickens! Rusty suddenly stops his crunching and sits up. Evil chickens, huh? Tell me more, soldier duck. I'm all ears. 
What a strange thing to say. He only has to. It must be another special soldier saying. Well, that's about as far as I've got. I've no doubt the evil chickens are behind all this, Doug says. But there's one question I still don't know the answer to. If Kiki isn't in Pig's tummy, exactly where is he? You can guarantee one thing, growls Rusty, flashing his pointy teeth. If the ECs are involved, the answer ain't gonna be pretty. Those birds play dirty. Oh, y- you has met them? I asks, surprised to hear that he has. I can't imagine how. I got history with their kind, he growls. That's all I'm saying. If chickens are involved, then this old dog wants in. Me and them got some unfinished business. Oh, that's great news, says Duck. We're going to need all the help we can get. If we can find them, then I'm sure we can prove Pig is innocent and hopefully find Kiki too. Affirmative, soldier duck, but we need to move fast. As I said, we got ourselves two challenges here. Number one, we got to avoid Defra. They ain't gonna let us just run away like that. Number two, we got to ascertain the enemy position, but we ain't gonna be able to advance on either goal till we got you soldiers some BWST. Basic woodland survival training. Stuff's about to get real. You ready for that? You ready to leave your comfort zones? Me and Duck both looked at each other. I don't think either of us has any idea what he just said, but we both nods. That's what I like to hear, soldiers, Rusty says. Let's get busy!